<laughs> if you already know Drake or you already been on Drake's TikTok or his lives or his Sunday Zooms, which will be once a month now. <laughs> Did you know? Now you know. <laughs> you know whose voice this is. It's Shan from She Gets It Pod. So while you're listening to Everything Culture with an A, not an I, check out She Gets It pod all right i know i'm the one with the little boo me on there that's me all right new season new season 22 giving y'all encouragement motivation and a real insight in the things that i think about on a daily but i'm saying them out loud to y'all so check me out on she gets a pod on your favorite podcast app and also find me and the rest of my podcast on shambypodden.com. Now, I hope you're enjoying this show with everything culture. Hey, Drake. I'll let you have your mic back now. Bye. No, all that will work with this right here. Um, okay. You know, so it, it could be this. The shortest makings of you I've had was 15 <laughs> minutes. The longest one I've had was a good about hour and 20. So it really depends on how, you know, just how you feeling and what you feel like talking about because... He's open-ended. Okay. So, okay. you know, start it off. <laughs> Such what astounds you The joy of children laughing around you These are the makings of you It is true The makings of you Welcome, everyone. Um, it is your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, back with another Makings of You. Tonight, today, um, this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever you're listening to us, um, thank you so much for being with us. I have someone I love so much that I get to introduce to y'all, and this is my Aunt Didi. Um, yeah, some may know as Sharon, <laughs> but we're you know how we do it here. It's a deep dive on our guest, um, to get to know a little bit more about them, their upbringing, childhood, their interest, and why they do what they do. Perhaps just a little, a little bit of a better look into them. So, I, and I can't help it, but Undidi, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, darling. How are you doing this evening? I'm swell. I'm swell. You know, starting to warm up a little bit out here. So in Seattle, <laughs> so you know, I had the fan running, but I'm gonna try to work on the audio. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn it off so people can't see us right now. So they may see a little. Right. You may see a little sweat, but I'll be okay. I'll be okay. Hey, it's what you got. What you're sipping on, Pop? Got that sweat coming out of you. True, true, true. Got true. the fan up. True. I, I, I had to do um, one of the favorite drinks I know I used to make for y'all all the time, and that's a Cape Cod. Um, yes. Some some um some great good. No, this is some Belvedere, um, some lime and some cranberry juice. So, yeah, okay. like partake. So I'm, I'm I'm holding well. I'll be all right. So y'all okay. work with me. <laughs> so I know you listen to a few of the makings of you, and yeah, I appreciate yes, you. And I've enjoyed the ones I've listened to. Thank you. I appreciate you being such a great supporter, not only with everything culture, but just with, in my life in general. So thank you so much. Thank for that. you, darling. Um, my pleasure. Oh, man, it means a lot to me. You you, you know it, though. You know it. But we're going to get get into you, get a little look, get to know a little bit more about you, Undidi. Um, so the first question here. How would you describe your culture? Well. 
I will say I'm family-oriented. Oriented. My parents both were deep family folks, you know, within their immediate family and their siblings. And I just kind of took on the trait like they did. Okay. Okay. How would you describe yourself? If somebody never met well, you, how would you describe yourself? Oh, my gosh. Well... Some say I'm quiet, but I really don't think I am. You know, I can get winded up sometimes. But uh, uh, I love people. I love talking. I like friends and just general, just general, generally speaking. All right. All right. Okay. So what do you identify as? So if people would say, what is Sharon Peavy? What would you say? Well, I would first say that I'm a, a loving person until you cross me the wrong way too many times. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and then after, you know, I start, once I get suspicious, you know, better look out. What's <laughs> up? Okay. Like, These uh, slip up on you, hey, hey, and I like if they come slip up on you, looking at one way and and do some other kind of way. You know what I'm saying? Just I know what you're saying. Keep on your your p's and q's. And I would think, like for instance, when I say how would I identify myself, I would identify as like an African American male, um, okay, Christian, you know, things of that nature. But this is you, so how you want to identify? Okay. Um, okay. Well, I can rephrase that question. I mean, I can re-answer that question. I'm a uh, identify as a black uh, singer, female. <laughs> looking, but not looking. <laughs> if I find, if I find, fine. If I don't find, okay. Well, live your life. Live your life. Okay. Do you know your zodiac sign? Yes, Aquarius. Okay, okay. We got a, quite a few of y'all all together in the family. I know that. Yes. And we used to, in our younger days, we, I can say, one of my sisters, there was a Aquarius and another sister who is a, uh, what is April the, the first of April? What, what is that saying? The first of April? Aries, right? Aries sound like it. Okay, me. Don't give me the line. And, and, and the, my sister that was an Aries, we used to could open up our mouths and say the same thing sometimes, exact words, or sometimes we can be out shopping, we would be together. We may buy the same thing, hmm. same color, everything. I gotta look up Aries. I know I have it somewhere in this phone. Let me see. Okay. Boom. Yeah, Aries. You got it right. That's an Aries. From okay. March 21st to April 19th. Okay. When is April 9th? Okay, okay, okay. How would you define your childhood and upbringing? I would say I had a nice childhood growing up. Grew up with my sisters and my cousins. And we we had a great childhood coming up. We would... um. 
visit each other. My, my dad's side of the family, we all live right close to each other. And it seemed like it was somebody, each family member had somebody the same age group growing up with, uh, close in age. And uh, we, had a, we had a nice relationship with our cousins coming up. And we had cousins that lived out of town. They used to come stay with us because their mom didn't want them to stay home during the daytime. So we could stay with them a while in the summer. They'd come stay with us a while. We had a good childhood coming up. We got to travel a lot, took family vacations, you know, together. And uh, we had to go work. My dad had his own business. And so we, he didn't have no, a, a bunch of boys. So he had one son and we were his little yard workers. <laughs> we, we put in grab, many things of grass. Like when new homes and stuff were being built, my dad was in construction business, and we he would contract these uh, builders to let him do the yards, and so we get out there and get that construction stuff. All that he couldn't get up with his tractor, we'd get it up, we'd break it up, and you know pile it up and put the grass down, and he uh, saw it, and you know take us on to another job. Mm. Okay, taught us how to work and, and earn money at a young age. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um. Would you mind sharing, you know, your generation or your age when you come up, or you know, the year the year you graduated from high school? How about that? Okay, I graduated in nineteen seventy. That was a year when a lot of things was happening with the blacks, with the black and white issues. They closed our school because of segregation. But uh, my dad bought us a car so we could. Uh, drive the last couple of years rather for school. We could drive back and forth to school. We didn't have to go to uh, the school that was in our neighborhood. Mm. This day to go to. We got to go to the black school when I was in the last graduating classroom. It was, it was in 1970. Mm. MJ uh-huh. Scott. Um, for yes. some folks that don't know, that was once again the school with the black students on the north side of Tyler was attending prior to desegregation. Um, prior when they started to transition to students um, to John Tyler at the time, correct? And Robbie Lee, Robbie Lee for our neighborhood. Were they allowing black students at Robert E. Lee? Huh? Were they allowing black students at Robert E. Lee? Yes. I I, I just remember they tried, I remember I was reading, I did some research. The transition was for John Tyler, and they tried to do the okie doke, and they opened Robert E. Lee, thinking they was going to keep that all white. Then when they started transitioning black students into Robert E. Lee, that's when things really started to heat up a little bit more. Okay. And this is in our hometown of Tyler, Texas, by the way. Okay. Well, I, I, Miss Benny Marshall and Mr. Willis Marshall, who are real good friends of, of mom and dad, had children that had to go to Robert Lee. They had a son that was my classmate, a very smart young man. Name was Rayford Marshall. And also Ja'Kyron's uh, daddy's brother, mm. uh, James Bailey. They lived over there off Chalo Road, and they, and they had to go to Robert Lee. Mm. You know, if you didn't have your own transportation, you had to go to the school to the designated you'd go to. I remember my mother went to Robert Lee. I think she was the only one that mm-hmm. didn't go to MJ Scott. Right. Okay. And then our cousin Carl Johnson, aka Mavis, went to school to Robert Lee, stayed in trouble like that all the time. <laughs> you know, my mom and my daddy and Miss Dorothy Lee used to be out there trying to keep him from getting in, you know, keep him out of trouble because they knew 
that he was a black young man. They were trying to label him, you know. Yes. So, but he ended up graduating from over there. Okay, okay. Now you you touched a bit on uh, Grandpa or J.D. Johnson, but <laughs> what were the roles of your parents growing up in the house? What were the roles? What were the roles? Okay. Okay, and the roles at the house, um, my mom worked uh, at UT Health. Well, originally, she started working at a, at a clinic, um, medical and surgical clinic, which is right there off of Beckham Street. Mm. And then this was when we were, like, um, in grade school. Okay. As we got older, she changed jobs. She went to UT Health Center. At the time, it was called East Texas TB Hospital, and uh, she worked on the nurses' floor. And um, we were required when we come home from school, we had to get to get our chores mm-hmm. done and, and, and cook. You know, whoever got in, whichever one t- time was the cook, we had to go in there and cook and keep the house clean, wash the dishes, do whatever they told us to do. And they, they, they we had a little, at times, we'd make a little uh, chart and put it up and who week to do this and who week to do that, wash dishes, cooking or whatever. Mm-hmm. And... Um, as long as we had our chores and stuff done, we had no problems with our parents. We could, you know, go places and they let us. We had our car, one car, three of us had to share this car together. What kind of car was it? And um, we had, our first car we had was a, was a, I'm going to say maybe a 58 or 59 Plymouth mm. push, but maybe, maybe 60, I'm going to say between 59 and 61 push button Plymouth. What's a push button plenty? I don't never heard of that. Push I'm about to Google that. Dashboard. You, huh? I'm about to Google okay, that. Okay. There was the, all the buttons instead of having the stuff on your steering wheel, the mm-hmm. button was in the in the dashboard. Hmm. So uh you yes, you push your button if you want to go forward, reverse, start. I mean you start up right there, push the button there, and then you then you uh change the gear with the buttons. I didn't even know they had that back then. Okay. Yeah, they sure did. Y'all was fancy. All right, all right. I'm gonna tell you what. Let me tell you what happened one time. We, my mom was after she worked at the East Texas Chess Hospital. They had on different some shifts. Sometimes, most times, she worked the evening shift, like from three to eleven or something like that. So, mm-hmm. my dad would come in. He liked to have him a few drinks and go and then go to sleep. And on Sunday evening, we we get chance to go places. You know, in a car. To, just by the time we was in high school, driving in. Right. We get to go visit our friends. And so one particular time he was asleep and we wanted to ride over there. You know, we just <laughs> teenagers like to go ride the North Tyler. <laughs> with a cut then. Sue seals because, hey, they thought we had we had money because we had a car. <laughs> but uh, we'd leave the house going to get the hamburgers and go way to North Tyler to make that little run through cut and do the munch box another little place right down there by Texas College. It was real popular during that time for young folks. It was an easy place, but people like to hang out in the parking lot. By the time we get back home, hamburgers be cold. We, we, we want small enough thing to get hamburgers on your way home, not order them and take them with you across town. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you said the cut. What was the nice cut? Job. What was the cut? The cut was like. Um, a place where people like to go hang out. Used to be a, a old YMCA building right there on the corner. Uh-huh. When you when you when you come by TJ Austin, there was a stop sign. It was a place right there on the right called Houseman. They it was like an eatery place where 
you can go on your lunch hour, go down there and get you some food for your lunch hour and go back to school. And the cut is just a place. And then it was had like a, Dr. Young had a pharmacy on the cut mm-hmm. where they sold, uh, they had like a, a little counter where you can go in and order food, like hamburgers or stuff like that, or order uh, floats and malts and whatever. They mm-hmm. sold them at that place. And then um, beside that, there was a barbershop. And then there was another little store, like a little z- zip-in store. Miss Harris had a store down the cut. And on the other side, it was a Gizmo drive-in. I mean, drive, the drive, you know, we go up there and order food and stuff. So it was just a little hangout for black businesses right there in the little cut area. So I don't know how, they, how the name cut come about, but that's what uh, it was called. No, I've heard of that. I've heard it in other ways because it wasn't the same place, but it's like chilling in the cut. It's just like where everybody hang out and chill and stuff like that. And well, I know, back in the day, before you came along, mm-hmm. there used to be a, um, a place like uh, Sandy Daddy had a, a place up there. Where he he had he sold food at nighttime. He sold like a had like a little pool hall there on the side there, on the side where the it was a wash material on the cut. And then there was a cleaner's, Miss Frenchelle Williams, who's a friend of ours that was from Clayton community, had a cleaner's there. And then there was an old theater there that they later turned it into the Wild Bunch Clubhouse. Oh, no. in, in Saint, the Wild Bunch in St. Louis, ain't it? Huh? It's in St. Louis, but I think they, I think they moved moved from it's out there to, uh, to the cut. Okay. Yeah, now, they used to be okay. on the Franklin Highway down there below the house. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, well, I know well, you, you know where it's at. Uh, near the uh-huh. fire department, near the fire department, right? Right across. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that mm-hmm. fire department is still there anymore. I don't know. I don't think it's down. I think they got a, a, a bodacious barbecue there down on the loop. And they got um, a bank. They got a whole a little shopping center there. right there. Right. They okay. have changed up. Saw some Lord of Mama did. came back there when he know <laughs> nothing about it. Everything has changed down at Speedy Pantry. Remember Speedy that, Pantry Speedy down Pantry on was a bank, and I think they shut that bank down. Or yeah, yeah. still, yeah. I, don't, I forgot what they got over there now, but they got. Something it was a bank. Them. I know they, for sure it, it was really a big bank. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. Speedy Pantry because that's where we used to go and get like uh, our fill up our tackle box and stuff before we went fishing. So I know that. Yes. Was okay. Well, then they got a. I think they got a um, a place where you buy a. Fireplace wood or fireplace stuff there too. The same mm-hmm. man, Russell, Russell Watson, uh, on the Speedy's Pantry. And for the and young folks that, that uh, live in Tyler or don't know what we're talking about, this is Tyler, Texas. This is right off Frankston Highway and Loop. Ooh, I'm about to forget Loop Loop three twenty three. Loop three twenty three, huh? Uh huh. That is right there on the, the intersection, right there, South Tyler, um, near Wendy's. Wendy's still there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were yes. talking about that area right there. So um, yeah, this is just us going over family, come, like the home that I know I grew up half my life, and um, you and your siblings grew up with um, partial part of your life as well. So going to our next question: How many siblings do you have, and where do you fall in between your siblings? Okay, Well, I grew up. I had it was six of us. I had one older brother. Uh, an older sister and a set of twin sisters, and I was like the knee baby. They call it. I was next to the baby, baby. Okay. But I always feel like I was older because I, I, I was more mature than I thought than they were. But mm. they let 
And so out of the six, you were the fifth out of the six. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right. Um, I know you mentioned some of the chores, some of the things y'all had to do, but right. what other chores did y'all have did you have growing up? Um, we had to wash clothes, shell peas, uh, <laughs> cook. Sometimes we have to, after we wash the peas, we peel shell the peas, we have to wash them, bag them, put them up in the freezer. Hang our clothes on the clothesline when we much younger. Before we moved over there to uh, 155, we, um, uh, let's see what we have to do. Oh, we had Amy. My dad had an Amy that didn't have any young children. And she, she was elderly, going through dementia. She used to have um, episodes where she thinks she was hearing folks in her house, up in her attic and stuff. And she was scared to stay by herself. So. She would call dad and mom and ask them to one of us spend the night up there with her. Mm. So we, we'd have to go up there and stay with her when she had, we could not sleep on no pillow now. You already knew that. You had to take your own pillow, you didn't have no pillow. Sleep on. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, no, ain't it? It was a granddaddy's sister. Yes, mm. ass ain't running. Oh, hey, trust me, trust me. Ain't Nelly. When we when we ain't do the whole episode together, we're gonna talk about Unnilly. I'm taking note about that. Unnilly. Okay. Yes, ain't Nelly. Wait a minute. Let me, let me tell you, you probably never heard this before. Now she had to she loved to use the word nigga. That was her one of her favorite. Now she wasn't really dark. She was she was lighter than ain't Brenda, but she could show say nigga. And she would say them niggas was up in her attic and called down it and asked daddy could we come spend the night with her. Who could spend the night with? We'd take turns going to stand with them, and then she would also. She was such a. She was a very nice, clean person, organized. She didn't have no grass in her yard. She had only had dirt, and she would rake her yard till you you can tell nobody been in there. So somebody when she go home, if, if, if any footprints or something in her yard, they look at. <laughs> mm. She she be on a wall pad. <laughs> okay, this is you know this is going off a little bit. The questions I'm curious. Did y'all ever go in the attic and look? No, but I'm telling you what she did. She sent her son-in-law up there. This we're really gonna make you laugh. I'm gonna tell you what happened. She he, she made him go up there. She talked to him just like he was a little kid. He was her um, only living son-in-law. The other son-in-law, I think he had died, but she had uh, two daughters and a son. And the son was kind of special. He was like shell shot from the service. So her her son-in-law name was JL. And she she had jail to go up, made him go up there in her attic and um, walk around up through there, see what he saw or uh, seeing things. Then he she, she kept telling, you know, she was down on the on the floor part, and she was she could hear him way was up in the attic, and she had him to go so far and move a little bit farther this way. And how about jail falls through the ceiling? Oh no! <laughs> she cussed him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yes. <laughs> He pulled a hard pole. Huh? Pulled a hard pole and fell, fell through, through the, the ceiling. And he was a good, he wasn't no young man. He... <laughs> oh no! Oh goodness! Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The first thing I was thinking it was probably raccoons or something up in her attic just wrestling around. I don't know what could have been. Probably could have been a squirrel or something. Could have been a rat up there. Okay, so we were talking about Aunt, Aunt Nelly. Is that who it was? Mm-hmm. Aunt Nelly. Uh huh. Okay. Well, we were just Nelly talking about Nelly Smith was her name. 
Aunt Nelly Smith. Now we're gonna get right back onto you because this is the makings of Sharon PB or what I like to say, my okay. DD. So, how were you? How were you disciplined growing up? Well, I got whippings. If I need to get a whipping, uh, a good tongue lash, a good cussing out, and daddy, he he threatened. Mama, she she made good on her promise. Son. She <laughs> whip you. If she tells you she gonna whip you, she gonna whip you, baby. Uh, you know what? Uh, that, that's he, you know, he, huh? no, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If he's he'll he'll just sunlash you, do you good cussing out, and you feel like you don't got a whip by the time you got through which but she was a, basically the the disciplinarian as far as that concerned. He'll say, I'm gonna tell your mama. Or he told teasing us. Remember how he used to do y'all with oh 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just coming. <laughs> he did us like that too. But I was going to say, that's something out of the, so far, of the family members I've interviewed, a new grandma. She, that, I, I never, I don't think I ever got that many whoopings. Or, I know I probably got maybe oh, one or two. Now you was her baby, honey. You <laughs> like, were her baby. But everyone is like, uh, grandma was not scared of the switch. Like, she was a, uh, um, oh. Oh, no, baby. <laughs> no way. Anki shared on her makers of you about the Tupperware. She was like, <laughs> just scared. Well, I that was young, and we had to go home. If she going on Tupperware party, way in the country, and she didn't want to be by herself, somebody had to go with her. By that time, I was grown, and she would get the get the girls to go with her, you know, because mm-hmm. they'd be out to the house a lot, and she did a lot for them, too, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. We're going to hop to our next question. What were and what are your beliefs? Like what? Anything. What do you believe in? I believe in God and I believe in karma. Okay. And um I believe that um we all gonna uh, let's pass on this and let me come back to that one. Okay? No problem, no problem, come back to it. Okay. If you can call three people to speak with, who would it be? If I can call three people what? To speak with, just to have a conversation with. If it could be anyone that's, uh, that could be people you know, um, people that's not here any longer, famous, any three people, who would it be? My mother, my sister Winnie, and my sister Gwen. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Next question. What has been an impactful moment in your life? And well, okay. I'm gonna say when I retired from AT and T in twenty in uh twenty two thousand and three. Mm. And meaning that I worked for this company for thirty two and a half years and it was a, a very stressful job and a lot of people don't think so, but being on the phone a lot, and we have certain industries we had to meet. And uh, when they uh, told us we, we had 30 years and your age and your number ended up to 65, and ended up to 75, excuse me, if your age and your um, seniority, then you could retire. And we got a lump sum of money and I was, I was able to, 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 to take that money, you know, and, and get out and enjoy my life. I didn't get sick, you know. I, I didn't want to have to work out. You know, I didn't have to work long and get sick and then get a chance to enjoy 
what I had worked for. Mm-hmm. So that was a big impact for me. Was that at 53 years old, I had a lot of money at one time, and then uh, I was able to just keep my grandbaby because my mom was having to take her her to different babysitters, and I was able to keep her for a while till she got old enough to you know go to 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 school, to daycare, or whatever. Mm, yes, I know that's a beautiful feeling. Have that financial yes. freedom. Yes. And when I left left the phone company, I had very little debt. I took my part of my money and paid my debt off. And so, hey, I was able to to to, to, to live for a little while. Mm-hmm. I know that's a beautiful thing. I know a lot of people searching for that, and especially yes. these days we have. And then I had when I had my retirement party, we could invite who we wanted to, and I I invited my family and my friends, and. Um, I had a certain amount of money that we could, you know, allow for the party. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a great time. And I have s- so many members from that, like uh, Uncle T, you probably remember him. Oh, I remember and Big Cuz. Yes. Oh, my God. He was so glad he got just to come. You know, we had, those were the good days. All those good people that back that then, they are not here anymore, and I sure miss them, you know. Yeah, I go back sometime and go through my retirement book and read some of my cards and stuff I got. And it was just really amazing, some of the things that they said. And, and the, we had a nice um, party over at the Trail Dust restaurant over in Arlington Telephone Company, picked the tab up. I had a certain amount I, I was allowed to. And I had a good time. Wow. Wow. Took me a cruise. I took my the money that they gave me, some of the money I took them. Me and another lady that retired when I retired, we went on a seven-day cruise, and man, we had a good time. Okay, okay. See, I love hearing that. I love hearing that. Um, yes. If you had a theme song, what would it be? If I had a theme song, what would I want to do? What would it be? Uh-huh. Come back. Let's come. Can we come back to that? I, I got it. I'll put it in my hat. Okay. I'll come back to it. I, okay. A lot of people have to come back to that one sometimes. It's okay. It's okay. Yes, yes. How do you define joy? How would you describe joy to someone? It's a a, a feeling, an inner feeling within, I think, where you can express yourself. Um, a, a happy feeling, a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay, happy and a good feeling, and it comes from within. All right, next question: What privileges do you benefit from? Well. I have privilege of being a granny. <laughs> mm-hmm. That my granddaughter, she um, she made me really happy. The uh, day before yesterday, I'm going to go to California to a graduation. They're all going to have a graduation. All right, all right. And, uh, yes, um, privilege that I have. Privilege of being a mom, uh, Annie. Um, you know, I like I like. Um, 
me see. I like I like to be recognized. Mm-hmm. And I I have a problem when I feel like I've been not being recognized, especially when I've been made myself available to a lot of situations, whether I need to or not, but because it needs to be done. Right. So I feel like when what goes around come around mm-hmm. when it comes to good or bad stuff. So absolutely, I'm saying, I understand. Mm-hmm. Now this one's gonna be a little unique. If huh? you could be, if you could be any animal, what animal would you be? <laughs> Probably a lion. A lion. Okay. Okay. A lioness. If <laughs> if if you could not be a lioness. What other animal would you be? Um, Maybe a bear. Bear. Okay. We got a lion. We got a bear. Oh, my. Okay. Um... (laughs) If you couldn't, now this last one, if you couldn't be a bear and you couldn't be a lioness, what's the next animal you would be? Maybe uh, a horse. A horse. Okay, okay. All right. And this is something I, you know, share with some of the guests. It's a little bit of a new one, kind of a, a personality test that. It showed, and this is from Russia, how the first one, which was a lioness, that's what you want people to see you as. The second one, which is a bear, is what people may what people may perceive you as. And the third one, which is a horse, is what you truly are. So, you know, I, I'm gonna look at more into what a horse what whatever a horse may represent to you and what it looks. So that's what may you may really be. But the one you may come off to is the lioness, where people may look at you and see the bear. And the third one is the horse. Okay. But thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Got that down. Got that down. And once again, this okay. is a little, little this personality test in Russia. All right. <laughs> if you could live in a bubble or an island with no prejudice or problems, would you? If I could live in an island or a bubble, mm-hmm. a place where you had no prejudice or problems, would you do so? What what island would I be on? Whatever one, it just be where whatever island you'll be on. I would, I would, I would rather no, where, be on the island than be in a bubble. Okay, okay. Okay. But you'd rather be on the island with no prejudice or problems. Right. Okay. Okay. All right, our next question. What are you responsible for? What am I responsible for? Yes, ma'am. For myself. For yourself. Okay, okay, okay. Love it, love it, love it. Now, who were and who are your role models? I'm going to say Wendy was one of my role models. Okay. My sister. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I'm going to say, um, let me see. Anna Faye Lacroix, she was a teacher that I had. It's Bertie and Craddock. They were good uh, role models to me. Hmm. Was was I've heard of Burning Craddock. Um, mm -hmm. Mitch, that's Mitch's mother, correct? She was Charles Craddock's wife. Okay, is Mitch they her son? Huh? Her son is Mitch. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, y'all friends on Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, Mitch. Um, and what was the the second the teacher? Uh. Anna Faye LaQuarta, you know, her son named Butch LaQuarta, you know him? Never, no, that, that's what I asked. I never heard of uh, them before. They live right around the corner from me, Brenda. Okay, do you know what his shop is? Was they lived in, on that corner, right? Okay, if you go the street that runs in front of it, straight into his shop, they lived in a house on the corner from Reverend Curtis. I know where Reverend Curtis lived. Used to mm -hmm. live. Used to mm -hmm. live, okay. I know, I know what you're talking about right there. Yes. Okay. Okay, okay. Our next question. If you can start over in life, would you? Yes. Okay. okay. Is there a certain moment at any time in life where you want to go all the way to the beginning? <laughs> if I can start back when I was probably back, when I became an adult, mm. there are a lot of things that I would do different than what I did. Than what, what, what I did. I'm going to say at age of maybe like 20, 21, 22. 21, 22. Uh -huh. Okay. And this is going to be, I don't know if if for all our, anyone that's 21 or 22, what advice would you have for anyone that's 21, 22? Uh, try to get all you can. Work as much as you can and earn as much as you can. Listen, learn. Mm. Okay. Good advice. Good advice. At what age or when did you realize you were different? Um, probably about when I became an adult. Probably about, I'm going to say about, probably about 20, 22, 21, 22. Okay, 21, 22, 21, 22. Uh-huh. I, I remember you saying, you already said you felt like you were different when you were younger. So, but you knew for sure when you were uh -huh. 21, 22. Okay. Uh -huh. Do you know three people who trust you? And if you would mind sharing, that trust me, that trust you. Yes, yes. Okay. Do you know that? Would you like to share those three people? And you yes. don't have. To. Okay. Okay. Let's hear. It. Let's I will. I'll share with you, Brendan Drake. Correct. <laughs> uh, Rodney Franklin. Mm -hmm. And more quick. All right. Oh, three nephews. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three of your nephews. Yes. Well, I, I highly believe the other two, but you know for sure you got one. For sure. Uh -huh. yeah, I, 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 well, I ain't going to say, once again, this is the makings of uh, Didi or uh, Sharon Peavy, but I'll tell right. you, um, some some holes I've been in and some things I had, you know, with I remember young cell phone, that that right there. Really appreciate that. But you know Are you very you. welcome, Tom. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, that's we we lean on one another and that's so that's what we need from family, that we need for friends. Okay. Yes. That's supposed to help one another. Not mm -hmm. 
not to hinder one another. Pull away and not do what you can because you can't. You got you have all the power and stuff in your hand. Don't do nothing to help other folks with that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't raised that way. My mom and daddy was like that. And I got that. I know I got that from them. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, daddy had all walks of life, folks in his family, okay? Brothers that went to penitentiary and still when they got out, they were able to bond a relationship. He did stuff to help them. They did stuff to help them, you know. And I believe the family should help one another. Because if you can't do this, may do that for them or do that for whatever, you know. Do what you can to help folks, you know. That. You may not be, you may not can do what they did for you, but there's something that you could do, you know, offer your services, you know, whatever. Well, it's a will, it's a way. I'm a big person. Mm-hmm. I don't make, I don't make excuses. I make results. I say that often. Right. So, We'll make a way. We'll make a way. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we're coming to my favorite question. If you listen to you, if you listen, okay. you know what's coming up here. So this is your your coupe de gras. Like once again, the drink is getting to me now. Um, your last meal. No, what now? Your Hold on, just make you talk a little fast on me now. What now? I said the look is getting to me a little bit right now. Um, this this your last meal. This your big hoorah. If you could choose. And you can eat anything you want to eat, and you can choose the people who will cook it for you. It could be anyone. What would it be, and who would prepare their, your meal? Oh my God! Who who would fix it for me, and what it would be? What what would it be, and who would fix it for you? I would like to go to Charleston Steakhouse and eat one of their. Um, Ribeye steaks. Okay, okay. Charleston Steakhouse and the ribeye steaks. You gonna have any size with that? Uh, what, what, what else you having? Yeah, baked potato and salad with ranch dressing and all the trimmings. Okay, okay. I hope. I love it. So, so next time when you come to Seattle, we got this good little place to have great ribeyes. We gonna take you to, but we gonna talk about that okay. later. We gonna talk about that later. Okay. Okay. Charleston Steakhouse. Where is Charleston and Fort Worth? Mm-hmm. It's right there on uh, Hewlin and uh, Berry Street in that shopping center where Tom Thumb is. Okay, all right. I, and once again, before we go, before going any further, I think I missed one. Of the, where, one of the questions we'll come back to. So, one, I I skipped this one. This is my fault. Where do you consider a home? Tyler. Tyler, Texas. Okay. Rose capital of the world. All right, all right. Um, we are came back to your theme song. You ever think of what your theme song would be? When my yeah, theme song, your theme song. If you was a sitcom, if you was a TV show, when you wake up, mm-hmm. get out the bed, what song come on in the morning for you? Um. Uh, oh gosh, I should have even asked this question. Let me see. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. This uh, let's see what's the name of the song? Can't think of name. I can hear. It. I can say it. Let me see. Do you know who sings it? Who? Uh huh. It's a it's song by um, Jeff Golub. It's wait, it's a it's an instrumental song by Jeff Golub, and he also does Avenue Blue. Have you ever heard them before? Avenue Blue. 
چرا مده دو جایز نیست
Okay. Okay. So the next one we have, what is your favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. Would you like to share why? Mm-hmm. Huh? Food, Johnny. I love to eat. <laughs> and I and I like all. I don't mind cooking. I don't mind buying. And I like to prepare for stuff like this. I try to buy stuff up ahead of time so I can be ready because I like a variety of stuff. Mm-hmm. I love it. The food. I absolutely agree. I love that. That's one of my tops mm-hmm. as well. That's one of my favorite holidays. That is my favorite holiday, and it's for the food and the um, fellowship. The fellowship, yes, so. being together. Um, love that. How would you want people to remember you? Oh, as a sweet, loving person. Mm. You got that with me, Auntie. See, huh? I, I, you got that with me. I would, I would say, okay. you, you hit it right on the nose. Very loving, sweet, <laughs> kind, um, uplifting. Um, you know, still, still going in your walking life. But I am blessed to have an undidi in my life. I tell you that right now. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I'm blessed to have you in my life too, baby. <laughs> And every, really everyone do. don't have one. Everyone don't have one, but it's very important to have Mm-mm. one. Don't opinion. have a sweet nephew like you. <laughs> You're always uplifting. You know, you call you always have such a nice uh, spirit all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm hard-headed when it comes to certain ones and offender, but I'm listening to you. Like last night, you made a whole lot of sense what you said. All that, you know, everything you said was the truth. You hit it right on the head. Well, I, I I pray before I speak, um, and I try I think before I speak. Um, I saw a woman say, you know, you need people need to think more, and it's T be thoughtful, right? Uh, H be honest. Uh-huh. Uh, I and you know use intelligence. I always uh-huh. N I slip what the N stands for, but I know it's important. Um, and K. Um, be knowledge is it oh the N is it needed sometimes you don't need to say uh-huh. and K is be knowledgeable um, so you know sometimes you can some people you know well I'm just telling the truth well are, is it need it, sometimes you don't need to tell the truth all the time some people that, that information uh-huh. you said was not needed and um, you okay being honest but sometimes if, if you're was that if you're honest and you get and you don't you're not kind oh no k is not knowledgeable k is kind be kind um if you're trying to be honest but you're not being kind that means you're coming off as brutal you're not coming off as just being a good you're coming off as a very harsh brutal person and right if you're being oh i try to be rude to people i try to treat people like i like to be treated bingo and if you're coming off being um if you're not but if you're not telling the truth, but you're being kind, you can come off being manipulative. So that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's so unique. So think before we speak. Um, yeah. And, that, and that's my little advice today, y'all. If y'all 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 usually don't give that to y'all on the making of you, but I'm gonna give that to y'all right there. So, but we here to the last question. Okay. When we talk about our culture, you know, <laughs> what you represent, what you are. What changes are you bringing to your culture? What changes you would like to see made? 
Prince my culture. You know, and I'll let be specific. What that in your culture? What what are, if you can't think of directly to culture, family? Well, I would like our family to be honest with each other, and be um, let's see, be honest, be kind, and be loving to one another. I can agree to that. I can agree to that. And I think those things can extend to a culture in total and to the whole world. I think we had a little mm-hmm. bit more than that. We'll make a lot of more progress. Lord, yes. We'll get there. We'll get there. Well, Auntie, you know, you just finished the makings of you, the makings of Sharon Peavy. Congratulations. Was it, it How long was, did it take us to I don't know. I don't be looking at the time until it's time for me to edit it. I'm just here for the okay. good ride and I enjoy it. Um, I hope I gave you some some good enough answers where you where you uh wouldn't mind putting that stuff back there. Oh, it's 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 going out there either way. Let me tell you that now. Okay. And there it's okay. not even about being good enough answers. These this is you. Ain't yeah. nobody in the Make world can, ain't nobody in the world can tell you who Sharon PV is. Okay. That's right. This is your expressions, this is your feelings, this is your thought process. This is you. Now, you know, mm-hmm. you go you go come back and we go have some other conversations, you know. But okay. you know, people, this is something for people to listen to and get to know you. Um, okay. You know, from the sound of your voice to the 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 peace in your heart and to the, the experience that you've had in life. Um, this is that. And, you know, they're going to learn more about you because this is just a little bit of time right here. This is just 30 questions that we asked. That's it. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I really appreciate you taking the time out for me. Um you know, I'll be, you know, we, we, we're coming back. I'm trying to touch a little bit of everybody in the family because y'all represent me. It wouldn't be okay. any Mr. D713 if it wasn't for y'all. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be oh. a Brandon Drake if it wasn't for Sharon PV. Yeah. Um, and I'm thankful to have you. Um, I'm looking forward to having you back in the near future. And I hope yeah. everyone makes sure to listen and check us out. Y'all can... You know, we don't have our, we ain't going to have our faces on YouTube, but y'all can hear us on YouTube. We'll be on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, iTunes, mm-hmm. and we're on Red Circle right now. But okay. hey, y'all can find us at www.everythingculture.com. And we thank everyone for listening. Thank you for supporting. And we'll see you all in the near future. So I would like to say, as everyone that listens to Everything Culture, you know how we ended. We want to say thank you all and God bless. <laughs>